St. Luke, the 18th chapter, we'll be reading verses 1 through 8. I'll read the first verse, you read the second, and so on. Amen? If you have it, say praise the Lord. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wearies me. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which crieth day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O God, for your work, O God, your will, Lord. We pray for every member of everybody, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Pray for those that are absent for whatever reason, God. We ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Well, we ask you to strengthen us and keep us, oh God. Hold us under your care, Lord. We pray for the body of Christ everywhere. Lord, let your will be done. Strengthen our minds and strengthen our fortitude, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give us the strength that we need, oh God. Oh God, we ask you to bless your word this morning, oh God. Let it find lodging in our hearts, oh God by your divine appointment, by your divine time. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Good. I'm good. The subject this morning will come from verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that man shall always pray. And faint not. My subject this morning is don't you give up. Turn to somebody and repeat it with me. Don't you give up. When you look at the word faint, you know, we all are going to have some good days. We all going to have some bad days. We all going to have some hills to climb. Like Elder was saying, I believe it was Elder Bean was saying that uh, when he was talking about the woman on Wednesday night. And she was caught in adultery. And uh, he just took her to Jesus. And Jesus began to write on the ground. And each one walked away one by one. And he began to ask her, woman, where are your accusers? So it's easy to accuse somebody when you ain't looking at yourself. It's easy to get offended with somebody when you don't look at yourself. Sometimes we need to just look at ourselves. And then we should be able to appreciate God saw all of that and he didn't keep me out of the kingdom. God heard all of that and he still told me to stick and stay. God heard every word that I said when I said it and when I did it and he never asked me to leave. Isn't it amazing, even the ones that walked away, Jesus didn't ask them to leave. Uh, but when the woman began to look at us and look around and saw that nobody was accusing her, then he told the woman, go and sin no more. 
I don't know why we can't just go and sin no more. When you look at the word faint in the, according to the King James definition, it means to be weak, weak, feeble, exhausted, faint with fatigue, hunger, others, weak as color or bright or vibrant, not strong. And right now, we're living in a generation of faint saints. Saints now have lost their oomph. They have lost their ability to be consistent. I'm not talking about in man, but in God. We have a problem here with being consistent with what God has told us to be. It means imperfect also. It means to be feeble. And I don't know anybody in this generation that seemingly not suffering from some kind of fatigue. The doctors have called it fatigue syndrome. You go to the doctor and they tell you, you tell him, I just don't have energy. But can I tell somebody the worst thing for a saint of God is not to have spiritual energy. Hallelujah. It means to be cowardly, timorous, a faint-hearted, never winning, hallelujah, to be dejected, hallelujah. So many saints now feel down. You don't even consider why are you down and why are you allowing yourself to go down? I'm persuaded a lot of these things we are feeling is because we have accepted it as a norm. We don't tell the devil anymore. Get thee behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. We don't tell the devil this is not of God. When we begin, not only comes dejection, but depression. Hallelujah. Saints are more blue now than the sinner is. That's why we can identify with the old blue song. Because we're down in the dumps. We don't tell ourselves and we don't tell the world this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away you got to learn how to make declarations about the power of God in your life so we fall in despair wondering when wondering why how we gonna get some help we run to everybody but God but I tell you it was God that said if your mother and father forsake you I'll take you up do I have any Everybody out there, hallelujah, so we get faint-hearted, 
and we want to quit. Hallelujah. Most of the time, when things don't go your way, but can I tell you, if you really look at it, that's 85 to 90 percent of time, things won't go your way. Do I have anybody? So here, sometimes we even get mad at God because we done prayed and ain't nothing happening. We done prayed and we stomped our feet. It ain't nothing happened. But hallelujah to God. I'm so glad I got out the baby stage with God. Do you realize what the baby stage is? Wine and wine. Just like a parent come to a crying baby rescue. They pick the baby up in the baby stop crying. I'm so glad I've learned how to walk with God. You ought to clap your hand right there. I've learned that he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. I'll say if I hold on trouble won't last always do I have anybody in the building this morning I'm so glad God begin to tell me you can't have everything you want right now you gotta wait can I tell somebody wait on the Lord and be of good courage he'll strengthen your heart wait I say on the Lord I don't know exactly what you're going through but can I tell you your flesh is going to cause you to go through cause your flesh don't want to follow God do I have anybody in here that's battling their flesh hallelujah to God so we must understand there is a process here Jesus is giving this parable but he was talking about prayer a whole lot of us we don't take full advantage of prayer we don't take the real we don't put the real emphasis on prayer we ought to be glad when it's time to pray we ought to get some joy when we find ourselves so have started praying and we didn't realize we were praying hallelujah to God you ought to be glad because there is a trigger down in you like there's a trigger down in me I can fall asleep in 
my soul will make intercession. I can be driving down the road in my soul will make intercession. I can be shopping in Kroger's Walmart Ross TJ Maxx or wherever I am in my soul start making intercession for me. Do I have anybody in here? Hallelujah to God. We ought to be glad it wasn't your flesh that caused you to hold on but it was the spirit of God deep down in you hallelujah and it was saying man ought always pray and not faint hallelujah to God then then here Jesus in this text may I remind you I don't care what kind of oppositions that you gonna have I don't care if it's your spouse I don't care if it's your mama or your daddy God sent me to remind you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world you ought to clap your hands right there hallelujah to God hallelujah ain't nothing like seeing a saint that has gotten off we put more credence on natural relationships than we do spiritual relationship hallelujah hallelujah to God you can't make me leave my God just because it's hard times hallelujah I feel like preaching here you can't make me walk away from God cause I don't feel good I've learned the relationship with God is more important than you know they gotta sing about Arkansas weather if you don't like today hang around tomorrow cause every day is a different day in Arkansas hallelujah but I come to tell you we got a God that we can set a clock to cause he gonna do what he said he gonna do hallelujah the majority don't in fear with the plan of God you ought to clap your hands right there can't nobody I heard Jesus say can't nobody pluck you out of my hand you ought to clap your hands right there you got to tell yourself I can't give up I won't give up I ain't gonna give up I'm here to stick and stay until I die hallelujah hallelujah to God the enemy 
wants me and you to believe this is our kingdom. No, it ain't. Hallelujah to God. I'm so glad you don't own me. I'm so glad I don't own you. But I'm so glad that Jesus owned me. Hallelujah to God. When we begin to realize there is a power, there is an unseen force that's working in the background in all of our lives. Hallelujah to God. Can no devil in hell stand against a child of God. You ought to be glad. Hallelujah. That God left you with some authority and some power when you don't like what the devil is doing. Rebuke him and tell him don't you dare talk back. I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. So when you find yourself going through that's not a bad thing. I need you to regroup. There is some misinformation that you have picked up somewhere. God has sent me to remind you the testing and the trial of your faith. Hallelujah. It's going to work for more exceeding joy. Down the road. If you don't know nothing about God, you hang on. God is the master teacher. That's why we call him Rabbi. A Rabboni. Ain't nobody teach like God can teach. He'll give you a degree. It's called a BA. You'll be born again. He'll give you a CM. He'll change your mind. He'll give you whatever you need. He'll give you joy. Unspeakable and full of glory. That's really what everybody longs for. Oh, I want you to do God. This make me happy. Hallelujah. I don't know if you realize it. The devil got us searching for happiness. When God has already told us, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law shall he meditate day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by the river of the water. He'll bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he do shall prosper. But the ungodly are not so. Can I help somebody? Don't you give up. Don't you quit. Don't you throw in the towel. You are the blessed man. 
because you're having a bad day, better don't throw in the towel all, all 20 years. I've learned it. Like the old song said, if I never had a problem, I'd never know that God could solve it. And I'd never know what faith in his word would do. So through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. I like it when the Holy Ghost comes and teaches me a lesson. Things are not always as they appear. You think that God don't like you because life haven't flowed like you want it to flow. But God loved you so much, he didn't allow you to get caught up in what the world was producing as blessing. We ought to be glad when God blocks the devil works from working in our lives. You might want a job, a different job, and God said no. You might want a different house, and God said no. You might want a different whatever, but God said no. God knows what's down the road because he can see further than you and I. Yes, sir. Now, can I tell you, the worst thing that I've ever done in my life is try to operate out of the will of God. That's the worst thing that I ever could have done in my life. And if God wouldn't have intervened, I would have been successful in operating outside of the will of God. But when I found his will, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Those of you that trying to make things happen, the name it and claim it generation. Stop naming it and claiming and just say, Lord, whatever you want to give me, I'll be satisfied. However you want to take me, I'll be satisfied. Wherever you want to direct me to, I'll be satisfied. Ain't nothing like a, you don't see folks satisfied with nothing Old folks say you can have two loaves of bread under your heart and you still won't be satisfied. This is an unsatisfied generation. And the world is putting all of our bucks in their pockets because we're not satisfied with what we got. And we think because the world does that, God does that. No, he don't. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I change not. You're trying to change your relationship with God. Have you ever, I'm growing in God. I beg the difference. You ain't going through your trials. You're not growing. You running away from your trials, you're not growing. You, every time you come up missing, you're not growing. There has to be a consistency to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grace means He can cover everything. But you got to grow. Uh, we, a lot of times we, people don't like it, but 
Because uh, really there's no correct term. I don't care who you use. The handicap or in my day was mentally retarded. No offense. But those were labels. And you knew if you met somebody with a deficiency, that was not their fault. But if you meet a child of God with a deficiency, it is their fault. If you are slow, you are slow because you will to be slow. If you don't have the tenacity or the oomph in your walk with God, that's because you want to be Amen, amen. See, we, we, we don't talk about the consecration and the dedication that it takes to maintain. And I believe in a few days, you're going to find folks that, that hung around the church ain't going to be able to get with the church because all they did was hang around the church and then they're going to come out missing or lost ball in high weeds because they never got down deep in God. It's a difference. It's a difference. It's a big difference between coming and participating. It's a big difference in giving God your whole heart than giving him a little corner. It's easy to serve God when everything is well with you. I need you to remember that. When all is well with you, it's easy to serve God. But the test isn't when everything is well with you. When you are sick, when you're jacked up in the mind, when you're erotic with emotion, and you won't serve it, you ain't right. You're not growing. And you haven't grown. Because trials and tests Point out that you have grown. When you don't allow nothing to hinder you from serving God. Oh, if that wasn't the case, what about the woman? Let's bring in the woman now. This woman went to this unjust judge that he didn't regard man, neither did he regard God. Mm. No respect. I heard the saints say, you going to respect me? You going to get your head knocked off? Going out there, or you going to get shot? You going to have another testimony? I should have waited on the Lord to fight this battle. This woman kept on coming. Pause there for a minute. Think about when you don't come. What's in your way that keeps you from coming? It ain't your service for God. It ain't because you value God. And can I tell you? The reason why Jesus stopped making fish sandwiches and waiting on folk because they was hindering him from doing his father's business. You don't allow nobody to hinder you from doing what God has told you to do. If you do, you have spiritually gave up. tell me that God has set an order. I don't care how many bastards we give away. That don't mean we're doing the will of God. The will of God is what he told you to do when he told you to do it. You can drive folks around the city free and say you're doing it for the Lord. Did God tell you to do that? 
God, you can't give God something he didn't ask for you. Y'all do know that, don't you? We want to give God a sacrifice, but not the kind of sacrifice that he has asked us to give him. Oh, Saul got in trouble for that. Going to give God something that God did not ask him to do. Oh, Lord, look at all the Saul's and the Saulines in the house. got a ministry but that don't mean God called you to the ministry if God have not supported it by now sit down and tell somebody I made a mistake the world has a lot of non-profits if you didn't know that's their work we're talking about God's work. God's got to work in this towards salvation. The harder the struggle, the more glorious is the trial. And we still don't want to go through. Think of those days you're trying to work your way around what God has got for you to go through. Have you ever tried to fix something that God had for you to go through? It don't work. Guess what? All you do is add fuel to the fire. You're trying to calm something down, but it keeps blowing up. God telling you it's not over and I don't want you to give up. You can't fix this. This is for my will to be done in your life. Have you ever really wanted to be the man or the woman that God called you to be? You've had that kind of inclination. I want to be what God has put me on this earth to be. No matter who don't like it. I want to be all that I can be in the law. No tricks, no devices, no everyday price, low prices. I want to be real before my maker. Like me or not. When you make a stand, and you tell yourself you ain't going to give up. It gets difficult. It gets difficult. You know why it gets difficult? When you make a declaration about what you're going to stand for and what you're going to be in God, God says, okay, I'm going to try this thing. You think it's the devil. No, God is trying you. a song that we used to sing, please be patient with me. God is not through with me with. When you should see me and I'm not walking right, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. When you should see me and I'm not talking right, please be patient with me because God is not through with me yet. We want God to finish overnight and it don't happen. why we didn't stop testifying and we didn't stop making our declarations because we got smart oh the devil trying no the devil ain't gonna do that it's God trying to see what's in your heart or God trying to show you what's in your heart you still got some lying in there oh I said I wasn't gonna go there Before you give up, think of a reason to hold on 
And I don't know why we as children of God, we don't think of a reason to hold on. At least for those of you, you most of you use your mind for evil imagination. Think of some good imagination. Look at the heroes of faith in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Abraham, I can see him say, come on. Saints that have died in the faith is in our cheering section. Ask God to open your ears so you can hear the saints cheering you on. In the gallows of faith, you can make it. I know you can. I know you can do everything God told you to do. You're going to make it if you just hold on. You're going to make it if you just hold out. Your change will come. Coming. Don't you dare give up. Don't you even think about give up. Don't you even think about cut throwing in the towel. Don't you think about cutting God short. I'm going. I'm going. If I can get in there, somebody gonna pray for me. Cause I'm so coming. I'm gonna be like the woman with the issue of blood. You did. This is where I met Jesus. I'm going to where I met Jesus. And I'm gonna hop any way you bless me, Lord. I'll be satisfied. If I need faith to go through, touch my mind. That my mind may hold on to faith if you choose to deliver me. I've been healed in the midst of praise. Because I opened my mouth when I didn't feel like opening my mouth. I, I didn't even tell folks I wasn't feeling good or I was sick. I got healed in praise, sir. I realize and it breaks my heart I don't care who which denomination I'm talking to when they make a statement we haven't been back to church now can you imagine volunteeringly give out there's no reason there's no way God's gonna hold them uh, not hold them accountable because God always have a way for saints to come where he is. He don't come where you are. You have to come where he is. Contrary to what some of you think. A lot of things that happen in our lives wouldn't happen quite the way they happened. And we would Hold to the word of God. Let the word of God be our anchor. Let the word of God be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. We would go through, but it wouldn't be nearly as bad as what we're going through. You know, I don't know if you realize it or not. Ain't nothing like going through with God and there's one word. Give you a word about it. You have to hold that word for five or ten years. They never let you, that one word. Keep reminding you over and over when you ain't thinking about it. Walking in, that one, there you go, that one word. And nothing, man, ain't nothing like him saying this time next year. <laughs> that problem that you had this time next year. You can't lose heart, saints, and trying to fix your finances, trying to make sure food is in the house, trying to make sure the light and the water and the gas. You can't lose heart. Sometime a hard time with God is all you need for next year. Ain't nothing like a hard time with God. I'm talking what I know. 
once you go through that education of a hard time of God, it'll be hard for you to throw in the towel next year. You can actually stand and tell somebody, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Don't you give up. Don't you dare give up. Always try to find a reason to pray. And this is what these trials, they come to make you struggle. The trying of your faith come to make you a better citizen in the kingdom of God. The trial of your faith, it comes to give you more knowledge and understanding about God. If you don't get it now, where the education time is, you won't be ready for the next trial that's getting ready to come down the road. That's why a whole lot of folk is taking their lives right now. And don't tell me you ain't thought about it. That same suicide devil that talks to the world talks to saints. Don't you try to make me believe you stronger. Want you to throw in the towel, walk away, run away, get away, however, and just quit. Don't you listen to that spirit that is trying to get you to give up one way or another. You got to tell them quitting is not an option. I'm going through. Go through the gates. For your familiars are waiting for your halters. A whole lot of folks is waiting on you to quit. And some of them might be sitting right beside you so they can say, I told you wasn't nothing to it. You'll be surprised what so-called saints are saying. I didn't think they were going to hold on. I didn't think they were going to hold out. It's because you lose hard. I'm, I'm convinced that, I, I'm, I'm convinced that some of y'all do need to watch. I'm not totally against motivational videos. Some of y'all need to watch some of that stuff. You need, you need to watch it like you should have started watching it last year. You need to catch up. Because if you let the devil get in here, when you got the Holy Ghost, it's hard to get him out. It's super hard to get him out. You let him start talking in your ear, it's hard to get him out. So it's better not to let him start talking in your ear. You're going to need somebody to motivate you a next Sunday. In the next Sunday. In the next Sunday. Ain't got no kind of go through. And you know God don't give me encouraging messages that often. God is our righteousness. And we ought to boom clap right there. God is our righteous judge. And he is not going to judge us wrongly. He judges his children with love and care. I don't know if you, if you had, to, uh, had, I had the pleasure of having some little critters. They might be ugly, but you still love them. They might be bad as all get up, but you still love them. 
You ain't gonna let nobody talk about you. Or that, that's my child. You don't tell, you don't talk about my child like that. I don't care how terrible they are. It's something in them that you love. Now, can you imagine? You didn't forget. God saw everything that you was and everything that you was gonna become, and He still loved you. That's enough reason to hold on right there. No, I know some of y'all waiting on to be perfect. Not down here, you ain't. And this is a trying station. If you don't get it down here, right down here, you ain't going to get up there to become perfect. God is our righteous judge and he is kind and gracious. Lord, he just does awesome things for us. He does things that we don't even deserve. I don't care, you You may have your hand out for a dollar, he may drop a hundred in there. Hallelujah. He always giving you something that you didn't ask him for. Hallelujah. He always doing something you didn't ask him to do. So don't you give up. Don't you dare give up. He knows us. You know, it's, it's amazing. Most of the time when folks say they know you, they done seen you mad. They done seen you happy. They done seen you with all your ray of emotion. If you ain't seen that, you don't know. You don't know, you don't know nobody if you ain't seen them in all their wide variety of emotions. So stop saying you know somebody. Amen. Because that is what reveals who they are. You, you, you see me cutting up and playing and laughing and joking all the time. That's, that's, a, that's not real, Daddy. Don't do something he say. Now that's daddy. <laughs> Cooking and cleaning don't describe who daddy is. Don't cross it. Larry can tell you, pick your words, pick your words. We welcome this judge as our advocate. Now he knows us and he's our representative. And why would you go sign on with somebody that don't know you? Why would you go to a judge that don't know you when you got one that knows you? And fight until your death. And we won't take the Lord with us wherever we go. He knows when you're having a good day and a bad day. And he still don't hold it against you. And see, a lot of times we, we, don't, we don't pay attention to the word that he drops in our mind when we're going through. We don't pay attention to the scriptures. I ain't thought about that scripture in years. I, when you're going through. Because you don't want to think right. You can get so twisted up in the day. You can't read your Bible. You have it open. But there ain't nothing going through here. All you can think about what they did. And what they said. And how they said it. We must. Remember. The prayer is what we can do when we can't do nothing else. Prayer is a sign of a spiritual life. And that's what I don't think we really quite realize. That's a sign that 
you are spiritually connected with God. You talk to God and God talks to you. If you don't, if you finding yourself in the communication is not flowing, that's not God's fault. That's your fault. Either you're disobedient, stubborn, or stiff-necked. used to tell us. How did it go up? A hard head make a soft behind. But they didn't say it that nice. They didn't say it that nice. They didn't say it that nice. A hard head even in the kingdom of God is going to make a soft bottom because God's going to whoop you every step of the way. You think the devil is fighting against you. It's going to be God fighting against you. And like Elder Golden used to say, your hands are too far short to box with God. So you've got to remember that there's a safe place. And the safest place for a child of God is in prayer. The devil don't come in in prayer unless you let him in. If you actually get ready to praise God and something ain't right, the Holy Ghost will click something. Uh -uh. You got all against your brother. Go and talk to your brother and then bring your gifts to the altar. That's why a whole lot of us don't want to do what the Bible says. That's why a whole lot of us won't pray. You'll be down on your knees, but you won't be praying. When God starts revealing stuff that's going through your mind, the best thing for you to do is say, God, I'm sorry. You're obligated. If you don't do it, you're giving up. You're cutting the relationship that God is trying to create with you. And can I tell you, trust me, we're going to need God's relationship more than what we think we need money. Amen. Prayer is the happiest place on earth. How many times you get joy restored? You know, that's how you know a sinner actually been came that I came back to God. When they get down there and get get to smiling and get to laughing and with joy shall you draw waters out of the well of salvation. You still mean and evil when you start praying and mean and evil after you got through praying. You're lying before you start praying and you're lying after you got through praying. You didn't get no water. You got air. You got a dust bucket. That well was dry. No joy. Saints, when we go down before prayer, we should be able to get some joy from God. Don't you give up until you get some joy. All you need to go through is joy unspeakable and full of glory. You get happy, you won't focus on the pain. Oh, he broke my heart. Oh, she lied to me. Oh, they did this and oh, they did. But what did God do? This problem that I had. Just couldn't seem to solve. Come on. You got to turn it over. You got to turn it over. You got to turn it over. You got to turn it over to Jesus. You know, I don't know why. Used to be, Elder, folks know who would help them. And they got in the type, they'd always go to the one that would help them. Amen, 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 amen. If I couldn't get nothing from Wadi, Wadi was the last person I was going to call if I need something. 
And most of the time, that, that phrase was true. <laughs> but when Waddell needed something, I don't care if it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. Man, what you doing here? I need a few dollars. I don't like you that well. I need a few dollars. You need me and you talking to me like that? Show you something here. We need God. We should be talking to him like that. Yeah, I did it. I did everything you said. I, I, I still need a few dollars. 